When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Don't miss out on your chance to listen to four-time Super Bowl champ Charlie Weiss on the only podcast solely devoted to everyone's favorite position in football, the quarterback. Listen for free now by subscribing wherever you get podcasts or by going to CelebrityQB.com. everyone it's another edition of the fantasy throwdown i'm your host uh Dwayne calendar and got quite a bit going on uh, uh so uh let's get right to it uh nfl sunday on deck and we got an interesting lineup of games here because uh you know i've been piecing through it the entire way through and oof we, i i have to say this is one of the trickier weeks you're gonna find with week 11 so uh, the news came in that, uh, Philip Rivers is clear to play, uh, for the Chargers today. Uh, you got a rookie starting in Buffalo today in that matchup with Peterman, uh, replacing Tyrod Taylor. Uh, they're going to give him a look, but, uh, yeah, there's, uh, there's a, there's a case uh, to be made that you've got at least four or five quarterbacks you could honestly play. And uh, most of these slates, uh, both on DraftKings and FanDuel. So I'll, I'll get right to it in terms of uh, uh, the rankings uh, this week. And uh, we'll, we'll take it from there. So my top seven, uh, just in terms of uh, QB plays uh, this week. One of them, uh, you're not going to be able to play in the main slate. Because uh, you've got Russell Wilson uh, going uh, for the Seahawks. But they got the Monday night game against the Falcons. So... Uh, he is my number one pick, but, uh, uh, you know, uh, just because he's not in the main slate, I would just keep him in mind for, uh, the afternoon, uh, and nighttime lineups tonight uh, as the number one play, but, uh, it, it, Russell Wilson is number one I have ranked for the weekend. Now, in terms of, uh, the, the other matchups, uh, you got Tom Brady, of course, so Tom Terrific against the Raiders, uh, lackluster defense. Uh, I, I kind of like uh, uh, the Patriots uh, to roll that matchup. The only problem is you don't know week to week who's going to be the feature person in the Patriots uh, offense. Last week, I told you to roll with Rex Burkhead. Uh, the issue that I see coming up is just I think this is a Gronk week, but, uh, you know, uh, I, I think he's due for a big matchup. But it's just there's uh, there's a lot of options on the tight end front, too, so... Again, this is one of those tricky weeks where it, it's hard to kind of pick an optimal lineup because I, I think there's going to be a lot of uh, flex here, uh, here uh, flexibility in terms of, uh, well, at least not flexibility, more 
deviation between the projected points and the actual points. But uh, moving on, uh, I like Carson Wentz against uh, Dallas. He's my number three QB. Uh, number four, I've got Alex Smith against my New York Giants, who are stuck with uh, Ben McAdoo for the rest of the year. So expect more embarrassing losses to come, Giants fans, because uh, uh, I don't see this team playing hard for them at any point unless they've got to meet their uh, contract bonus incentives, which is a distinct possibility, but I don't see it happening today. Uh, the uh, Andy Reid 16-2 coming off the bye. I mean, the more dysfunction you hear from the Giants, I mean, he uh, McAdoo got the vote of confidence. I mean, I like the Chiefs to win big here. Uh, the only issue is who's going to get the points on the Chiefs. Uh, we'll get into that a little bit. Uh, number five QB, I've got Derek Carr against New England, mainly because the, the, the Patriots should uh, score a number of points, but I think it also ends up being a case where uh, – the Raiders get a bunch of garbage time points as well. So I, I like uh, uh, Carr in this spot. I know he's been hit or miss uh, uh, this year, but uh, I, I do like the possibility of stacking Carr with uh, Crabtree. But we'll get into that a bit later. Uh, Dak against uh, Philly. Uh, I mean, the Cowboys could have looked much worse on Sunday. Uh, Chaz Green just got absolutely steamrolled. Uh, we're gonna see. We're gonna see a response from the Cowboys. Uh, I, I don't think they're gonna win the game. I think even the Cowboys fans are kind of resigned to losing this game. But uh, I, I do expect to see a, uh, a response from Dak because he has to. Sh- he has to show that he is the guy with the chops for the job. So uh, that's uh, uh, that's uh, the uh, sixth QB I have, and then the seventh QB is Kirk Cousins again. I think QB is really deep this week. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's why we're going in seven seven QBs. I mean, we haven't even gotten to uh, the possibility of playing uh, uh, Stafford. And, you know, I will never recommend anyone playing Blake Bortles. So let's let's put that put that to bed. But I do like uh, Cousins quite a bit. Uh, like I said, uh, he's a, a very distinct possibility that you're going to see in uh, – uh, cash game and uh, tournament lineups, uh, just because the uh, standpoint of, you know, in the dome, it's going to be fast-paced game, most likely. Uh, I expect the Redskins to throw the ball quite a bit. I do not expect the Saints to follow suit. I think the Saints are going to try to run uh, run the ball quite a bit, uh, but Washington's defense is stout enough where I think they can stifle the run, and you, f- you finally get to see uh, more of Michael Thomas, so I'll get to him in a bit uh, uh, for the lineup. So uh, that's uh, that's what I got for QB. On the running back side, uh, this is where I'm kind of leaning towards. Uh, I mean, Love Bell disappointed Thursday, uh, but, I mean, he normally would be the number one ranked QB, but obviously since the Steelers already played, uh, we're going to talk about Cream Hunt. Cream Hunt has hit the rookie wall. But I would say if there's a matchup today where you're going to give him uh, a look in terms of DFS lineups, it would be today against the Giants. I, you know, as I said, the Giants have rolled over on Ben McAdoo uh, to the extent of I think pretty much any team can roll up on the Giants uh, and just uh, blitz them. So I would, 
I would say, uh, you know, I wouldn't necessarily lean on him in all your lineups, but I do have some exposure to Hunt because I think Hunt can go off for 150 to 200 yards today if uh, if he's if he's recharged and rejuvenated and is trying to get himself back into a groove, which I think Andy Reid is going to. I think uh, uh, 150 to 200 total yards is a possibility for Hunt today. Uh, I mean, they'll work in some screen passes. They'll run in, uh, work in some tri- uh, trick run plays. Just uh, different gadget plays to get him going. Because, uh, again, I think he hit the rookie wall, but I think that week off uh, uh, should help uh, to recharge uh, those uh, rookie legs, uh, so to speak. So at least for a one-week option, I think you can consider him the number one back, uh, especially against the Giants defense that uh, hasn't brought it in well over a month and a half now. And uh, I think the reasons are obvious. Uh, another guy I'm looking at and saying, uh, you know, Consider him, even though I don't think he's necessarily uh, going to be contemplated as uh, a number two back this week, is Mark Ingram. Redskins have a decent rush defense. Uh, there's no getting around it. But I still like Ingram's chances, and I do like Kamara. So Kamara's in, is, in, uh, is in the mix as well. But uh, uh, I have Ingram in the mix here. Uh, you know, obviously you're hoping you're getting in the... Uh, uh, 16, 17 point range uh, with the touchdown, uh, but uh, I I just think that uh, the uh, the possibilities are there where you can get uh, a a good uh, a good uh, bit of points out of Ingram, and I, I still see the same out of Kamara. It's just uh, I don't see the same potential uh, as Ingram, so I'm going to give Ingram not here today. Uh, the reason why I think it, it, Kamara is still a legitimate play is because of how uh, tough some of these other matchups we're going to get into. Uh, Todd Gurley, uh, go, uh, next man up, uh, basically going up against the Vikings defense. Vikings, no joke on defense, and they know how to stop the run thanks to having uh, uh, just uh, Limval Joseph in there. Uh, smart with Jerry Reese, not re-signing the man, uh, but you know. Three years, and I'm still pissed off about that one. But anyway, um, <laughs> uh, you know, I, I, I think you can play Gurley uh, in regular fantasy. I wouldn't trust him in DFS just because his cost is still so high that you're basically backing yourself into a corner that he has to get a touchdown for you to be successful today. And uh, that's something I would like to avoid. Uh, same applies for Melvin Gordon. Uh you know, Buffalo's defense hasn't looked great the last few weeks. But at the same time, Melvin Gordon, the, the reports are coming out that uh, they're trying to lessen his carries uh, for the end of the year. Uh, I mean, the Chargers are out of it. I mean, Gordon's been banged up all year. So it makes sense that long-term they're trying to protect him. Uh, Austin Eckler, they feel, is a competent back. Uh, I mean, at this point, it, it's... It's a huge hit uh, to fantasy owners such as myself, but I can't say that I'm surprised because he's been so banged up this year that it makes sense long-term that you wouldn't want to pare down his workload. So I believe the stories that uh, Adam Schefter of ESPN's reported on that uh, front because uh, it makes sense. Uh, Logically, uh, I I think there's something to that. I wouldn't say that Eckler's an automatic uh, 
play in the in the flex spot in certain leagues, but uh, you can at least consider him uh, moving forward. Uh, next guy, uh, same matchup. Uh, you got Shady McCoy. I mean, issue with Shady is the fact that you got a rookie QB starting. So honestly, if I'm the Chargers and I shut down Leonard Fournette. I'm not changing much of my game plan. I, I don't think they can do anything uh, to get Shady moving. Uh, I mean, if you could shut down the Jags' uh, uh, offensive line, I think you can do the same thing to Buffalo. I would avoid uh, McCoy just from the standpoint of there's nothing here in this matchup that's, a, uh, that's a, even remotely a good uh, look. Uh, I mean, you're going cross-country. The char- uh, the Chargers are, for all intents and purposes, trying to like uh, hit their performance bonuses because they're, uh, they're going to be out of the playoffs uh, picture. But uh, Buffalo's a perfect team to uh, gang up against because, again, rookie QB means lots of potential for turnovers. I mean, the Chargers defense is going to be up for that one. Uh, uh, I-, I just... I'm scratching my head at Buffalo making that call there to bench Tyrod Taylor. At least do it for a home game. You're going to start a rookie on the road. I I don't get it. I just don't get it. I, I mean, if you're going to hang out Tyrod Taylor to a fail, it would have been today's game to let him fail on it. And then you switch to a rookie. But, hey, uh, you know, I'm not a head coach. Uh, so next up we got uh, Jordan Howard against the Lions. I mean... Jordan Howard has been a little bit of a curious case of rookie QB starting, so the numbers haven't been there. Trubisky doesn't throw the ball a whole lot down the field, so I think that's what's been really holding down uh, Howard's value. But I still like the matchup uh, today, uh, just from the standpoint of uh, uh, getting it, getting in the mix. And the next guy that I'm going to talk about is Leonard Fournette. Uh, Here's the only issue that I have with Fournette today. Uh, Fournette's ankle hasn't been great. And uh, it's basically uh, snowing right now in Cleveland. So uh, my only issue with Fournette is, yes, he should put up big numbers today, I think. But his injury risk is on the higher end just because of the terrain and just the fact that he's been a little gimpy that... I wouldn't be shocked to see uh, TJ Yeldon in the mix here, uh, vulturing some uh, potential carries and potential touchdown carries. But I, I do think that if you're playing regular fantasy, yeah, you're absolutely uh, using Fournette as your uh, RB1. The issue is that in a DF- DFS lineup, are you paying that premium for Fournette? Because uh, he, he's going to be running you... Uh, it, upwards in the range of, uh, I believe it's 9,300 on FanDuel, and uh, over on DraftKings, uh, he should be uh, around 8,200. Again, really expensive. I just, I, I, I'm, I'm less on the board of Fournette just from the standpoint of it, it's hard to kind of make uh, any kind of profit uh, on a running back at price that high. So in terms of uh, the wide receiver spots, uh, let's get into that right now. So, in my number one spot for wide receiver this week, uh, after, well, A.B. went off, like I said, 
If you still have trading options in the league, I still say you trade Antonio Brown and uh, you have a golden opportunity to make a mint off of him. Uh, but uh, that that's neither here nor there, so we're going to get into the DFS. I think the number one pick for uh, uh, DFS this week in cash games and tournament plays is Mike Evans. Uh, yes, it's Ryan Fitzpatrick throwing football. Completely understand. Here's the issue. The Dolphins are the league's worst defense, even worse than the Giants right now. And the Giants are trying to be that bad. I just think the Dolphins are that bad. Uh, in their secondary and linebacking core, there is no cohesion whatsoever. Uh, you know, yes, Ndamukin Sue, yes, he can be a handful, but I'm not necessarily uh, going to run away from a optimal matchup where Mike Evans hasn't been fed. He got suspended last week. He only had one catch a week before. He's hungry. He's, re- he's going to be ready to go uh, and get after it. So I like Evans to have a big game today. Uh, my number two guy is Tyreek Hill. You know, again, I expect the Chiefs to have a lot of different gadget plays in mind for the Giants. Uh, you know, in terms of uh, where <laughs> this game's going to go, I think it's going to end badly for the Giants. Uh but uh, that's that's where I, I kind of look at this uh, uh, situation. So I got Tyreek Kill number two, number three. I got the Crab Man, Michael Crabtree. Uh, he's in the mix uh, again. I expect the Patriots to win comfortably here, but I do expect also for numerous opportunities for garbage points. I I like uh, Crabtree in this spot to uh, 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 pick up on that. Uh, pick up on the scraps there rather than Amari Cooper. Uh, next uh, next uh, option would be uh, looking in the range of Michael Thomas on the Saints. Now, yes, uh, possibility of uh, Josh Norman coverage, but Josh Norman has been typically lined up on the opposite side of uh, Thomas this year, and he hasn't really switched during games. So, He's been doing more of a Richard Sherman type of uh, uh, defensive coverage uh, this year with the Redskins. And one other name I'm going to throw out there, uh, just as a differential play, is Golden Tate. My my look at it is that, uh, well, actually, I got two more. <laughs> one being Golden Tate, uh, but uh, the uh, issue that I see with uh, Tate is just the fact that uh, it's uh, too much, uh, too much possibility of how that uh, Chicago game can go. Uh, my my issue with it stands from the fact that uh, I still consider the Detroit offense to be constipating. Uh, I I I don't see enough big play potential. So yeah, I think last week was more of an aberration. I mean, you're free to choose. Uh, him if you want. I just don't see the separation enough uh, to justify a, a price target. The name I would throw out, though, is Devontae Parker. So my uh, my pick uh, here uh, as a differential is Devontae Parker. Just from the standpoint of Tampa's defense has been subpar the entire year. And since uh, he's been back from injury, uh, Parker, uh, and this is even before he got injured, Parker was averaging at least 66 yards a game. So 
worst case scenario, you're looking at uh, eight to ten fantasy points as a floor, and being priced uh, relatively cheap, uh, sixty-two hundred on Fanduel, sixty-five hundred on DraftKings, you kind of take that floor. I I, I think there's a uh, there's a, a solid floor and a very high ceiling today. Uh, my, uh, I mean, his biggest hindrance is the fact that Jay Cutler is his quarterback. I, I think uh, in other years, uh, he'd be a top five uh, fantasy wide receiver uh, based off of uh, the initial settings he, uh, he, he projects as. Because he has the deep play capabilities and he can high point the ball. There's nothing hindering Devontae Parker other than the fact that his quarterback sucks. So I, I look at this as a situation where I don't think he's going to be that highly owned, uh, but I would consider him for the differential play. So that's it for the wide receivers. Uh, going to get into tight ends uh, real quick. Uh, I mean, here's the thing. it's You can look at Kelsey. You can look at Gronk. You can look at Ingram. You can look at Ertz. I mean, and you can look at Vernon Davis. I mean, that's five options right there. And then you got Cameron Brayton in the mix, uh, too, as the uh, third-tier uh, tight end option. But, I mean, there, there's just so many possibilities that uh, could go on from tight end that it is really hard to project a tight end, uh, to be honest here. I, I would say lean towards uh, uh, don't overcomplicate things. Stick with Gronk or go with uh, Kelsey or Ingram. And leave it at that. I would not overcomplicate this. I would stick to those three guys. Uh, the issue being is that uh, the touchdown potential is high for all of these matchups just because of the the, the defenses uh, are just uh, that lackluster against tight ends that I look at this as premium matchups. It's just hard to get separation. Uh, that's why I'm looking at the uh, potential of doing uh, – two tight end sets on uh, DraftKings just to get that flex in there uh, because I, I like the potential more than some of these other matchups that, that I'm seeing. Okay, so kickers. Honestly, if, with uh, kickers not being a function of uh, DraftKings, it's just a FanDuel-only setting, but from my standpoint, I look at Goskowski as the number one. Uh, I got Harrison Bucker for the Chiefs as number two. Uh, Jake Elliott on Dallas 3, uh, Will Lutz on the Saints 4, uh, Justin Tucker 5, and Legatron, a.k.a. Greg Zerline uh, in the 6th spot uh, against Minnesota. Um, you know, again, these can all be subject to change. I mean, Matt Prater is very capable of having a big game against Chicago. Uh, I mean, again, it's a... It's, uh, it's a mixed bag with kicker, so I, I can't really uh, go into too much detail with that. Uh, next up, uh, and finally, uh, we've got the defenses. I think this is a very simple case of keep it simple. Uh, Jags defense against the Browns. Uh, you got terrible weather conditions. Uh, for the most part, I think uh, this one's going to be uh, just teeing up for the Jags defense to kind of stifle, uh, stifle the Browns. I do think uh, that... Uh, uh, Crowell is going to get a bunch of carries for uh, the Browns. I just don't think the Browns are going to throw the ball all that much. So that's my issue uh, where uh, I, I kind of look at this and say uh, the touchdown potential isn't as high as it normally is for the Jaguars, but 
I just think they're going to hold the Browns to so few points that uh, uh, you're going to get uh, you're going to get your points regardless uh, from the Jags. Uh, number two defense would be uh, the Ravens against Green Bay. I still need to see more out of uh, Brett Hundley to trust him against a good secondary like the Ravens have. So I, I like that matchup. Plus, uh, you got so many injuries with the Green Bay running backs that you're down to Jamal Williams. Uh, maybe he puts up numbers. Maybe he busts out. So uh, if, in those situations, I, I look at the uh, Ravens as a differential play. Uh, number three defense I have are the Cardinals against uh, Houston. Basically, this sums up by saying two words, Tom Savage. That's all That's all I'm going to say about that. Uh, you know, and uh, yeah, the fourth uh, would be uh, the Chiefs against the Giants. Just from the standpoint of the Giants' offensive line is still banged up. Not that they were any good to begin with. I just think that uh, with fresh rest, I think Eric Flowers is in for a long day. Uh, I just... And he's in for a long day. Eli's in for an even longer day. So uh, it's just not a good look for the Giants. So I, I kind of look at that matchup and say, hey, you go with that. If you want to play the differential card, uh, you've got the, an opportunity with the Chargers defense. Hey, man, reason being is you got a rookie QB on the road. That's a prime opportunity to have some differential plays right there. So uh, I would look at the Chargers as a, a distinct possibility for uh, for sacks and turnovers. So uh, that's all I have uh, uh, in terms of the rankings. I'll get into my lineup picks for both uh, DraftKings and FanDuel. So uh, on the DraftKings side of things, uh, uh, here's the lineup I'm going to roll with for tournaments and uh, cash games. So on the tournament side, uh, we've got Alex Smith as QB. Doug Martin as uh, running back one. Uh, Chris Thompson is my second running back. Uh, wide receiver one, Mike Evans. Uh, Crabtree is wide receiver two. Wide receiver three is Dontrell Inman. Uh, just from the standpoint of uh, uh, his uh, incredibly cheap value at 3200 on DraftKings. Uh, makes it work for the budget. Uh, tight end, Travis Kelsey to pair uh, to stack with uh, Alex Smith. Uh, and... Uh, just in terms of uh, uh, the flex position, I've got Austin Eckler on the Chargers as a differential. You know, in the tournament for DraftKings, you're trying to get one guy to hit. Uh, I just think that uh, with the stories of the Chargers, I think the stories are true. It makes sense. Eckler had a big day last week with two touchdowns. Uh, let's see if we can catch fire with him. And then uh, stick with the Jags defense uh, uh, for my tournament play. Now, in terms of cash games, uh, here's where I'm looking at it uh, at. Uh, basically, we're going to go with uh, uh, Tom Brady is the QB. So, after Brady, uh, we're going to go with Buck Allen on the Ravens. This is just for cash consideration purposes because uh, Allen's only 4400 and it works out for the rest of the lineup. Uh, Chris Thompson on the Redskins. Uh, 5,400 also works for what we're trying to do with the lineup. Uh, but uh, getting into it, uh, we've got uh, Michael Crabtree uh, as wide receiver one, uh, Devontae Parker, wide receiver two, and Dontrell Lindman as the third wide receiver. Uh, at tight end, we've got Gronk uh, for cash game purposes. And in the flex, we've got Evan Ingram on the Giants. 
Again, I as I said before, I like the t- uh, the tight ends this week. I just think uh, they've got a better upside of stable point value than the actual wide receivers. So again, with uh, the pricing, I paid up a bit uh, in terms of uh, uh, Gronk's, uh, but uh, I I still like his potential. Uh, even though a couple extra hundred can probably get you uh, uh, Mike Evans instead. Uh, you know, I just think there's a higher floor with the tight ends than the wide receivers this week. Uh, and then as defense, we've got the Jags again uh, to round out uh, DraftKings. So uh, that's it for DraftKings. We're going to go into FanDuel right now. Uh, so uh, in terms of uh, the uh, tournament plays. Uh, we've got uh, a matchup here of Alex Smith, uh, Jay Ajayi. Uh, uh, we're going to go with Alvin Kamara, second running back, wide receivers. Uh, we've got Mike Evans, uh, AJ Green. Again, this is a tournament play, not cash games. Uh, and uh, Devontae Parker as the third wide receiver. Tight end, Vernon Davis uh, on the uh, Redskins going up against uh, the Saints today. At kicker, Will Lutz of the Saints. And defense, we got the Jaguars. Uh, For the cash game FanDuel lineup, uh, we have the following. So on the cash game side of things, we've got Tom Brady's QB. We're going to go with Kareem Hunt as the running back one. Mark Ingram running back two. Uh, Dontre Lemon uh, is uh, uh, one of the wide receivers along with Devontae Parker and Emmanuel Sanders. No, I didn't talk much about Sanders, but uh, again, uh, cash games, you're looking for solid floor. Uh, Sanders has the rapport with Brock Osweiler, so uh, you're not expecting a ton of points uh, from Sanders, but you do uh, want the floor uh, just to get the kind of guaranteed points uh, that you need uh, in a cash game lineup. And then as tight end, uh, Kelsey is actually cheaper than Gronk on uh, FanDuel. Uh, it's actually vice versa on DraftKings, which is uh, uh, one that still kind of perplexes me. But I, I think DraftKings was looking at it from the standpoint of who's more likely to get into the end zone this week. But anyway, I uh, got Kelsey uh, on FanDuel uh, uh, for the uh, the cash game lineup. Uh, Steven Goskowski... Uh, uh, it's the kicker, and we're going to round out with the Cardinals' defense. Again, when you're going up against uh, Tom Savage as QB, you've got a solid floor as a defense. So, again, uh, you're not looking for the monster day out of your defense in the cash game lineup. You're looking to get solid floors, and the uh, Cardinals should be fine, just fine today in terms of uh, uh, putting up points uh, by holding down the Texans uh, because the Texans will inevitably shoot themselves in the foot. So, uh, that's all I've got today. Uh, we're gonna get into uh, just a sol- uh, uh, just uh, uh, doing some maintenance on my rest of my fantasy lineup. So best of luck to everyone and enjoy the games.
It's the most talked about position in all of sports, the quarterback. And now there's a show solely dedicated to the most sought after role on the field, Celebrity QB, featuring four-time Super Bowl champion coach, Charlie Weiss. Unlike other football shows, you'll get the inside scoop on all things quarterbacks. Like, is this the year Tom Brady finally looks his age? Will dating Danica Patrick distract Aaron Rodgers? I mean, he's dating Danica Patrick, Charlie. We're interested in that, you know? Well, I mean, Tommy's got Giselle. I'll, I'll take Giselle, okay? <laughs> is Dak Prescott good enough to win a Super Bowl for the Cowboys? Which rookie quarterback has the best shot of making a positive impact in 2018? How about intellectually, Charlie, as far as what they ask the quarterbacks to do now? The game has changed, but the pressure that's put on quarterbacks and it always been put on quarterbacks is tremendous. Join Charlie Weiss and co-host Steve Strout on an all-new podcast from Lasting Media, exclusively about quarterbacks. Subscribe now at Apple iTunes or wherever you listen to great podcasts. Celebrity QB, everyone's favorite position. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working... The HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.